Hi everyone, welcome to the latest Siddiqui Ramblings podcast. As the name suggests, the ramblings of the Siddiqui boys. You may have seen us on TV. I'm Basit Siddiqui. I'm Sid Siddiqui. I'm Umar Siddiqui. So hopefully you'll join us every week just to hear our general thoughts on uh, the world as it is and our little ideas about life in general. If you want to get involved, then feel free to. You can email us on thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. Right, let's get going. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Basse. Good afternoon, Umar. Good afternoon, guys. This is our second take of this. <laughs> yeah, We just started and then realised that the wire had unplugged from the podcast mm. uh, apparatus. Apparatus. Yeah. Is it apparatus or apparatus? Uh, apparatus. Apparatus. And Dad said something ridiculous. It's five past twelve and Dad said good morning. It's not good morning. It's good afternoon. Yeah, all right. Okay. It's not as ridiculous as saying good morning at like six o'clock in the evening, is it? No, but it's borderline. I think you're okay. You're entitled to say good morning right up till about one o'clock or one minute to one. Yeah. You're okay, officially, in my opinion. I only woke up an hour ago, so to me, it is still morning. Well, exactly. Morning for the next yeah. two, three hours. Yeah, yeah. you so still got I sleep in your. Uh, Have I done? I'll be self-conscious. Oh, you. Oh. <clears throat> um. How are you both? All right. Um, I'm. I'm suffering a bit, actually. Can you smell the cough, sweet? Yes. Yeah. I've had a bit of a cold and it's sat on my chest. I hate it. You know people say something is sat on your chest? Yeah. I know why they say that now. This is the it first time like in your life. It's sitting on your chest. Wow. Yeah. Uh, apologies to all our listeners last week. Uh, we didn't actually put on social media or anything why we didn't get a podcast out. So if you're an avid listener, uh, massive apologies. Hopefully you listen to some of our back catalogue if you missed us too much. Um, definitely listen to some of that old stuff. It's when... Uh, when we weren't all about the money with the regards to the podcast, yeah. We weren't all changed, were we? <laughs> what do you mean all about money? We yeah. never are all about money. I know, I give us money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but uh, apologies. The reason why we didn't do it was because we had a plan last week. It was my birthday and it was a bit crazy last week. So the plan was on Sunday evening to record the whole family because the Siddiqui family was around for my birthday. Yeah. Omar, do you want to tell us more? Yeah, so last uh, week, uh, like Bass said, it was birthday get-together for a meal. So Sadiqis will sit around a big table, have a nice uh, biryani that Dad made. Yes, it was, yes. Um, uh, it, it was quite good, actually. And if oh, I just can plug that in my signature dish, mm. yeah. biryani. It was lamb biryani. But my idea was once the plates had been cleared away, uh, we'd all just uh, sit down and record a post-dinner conversation. Yeah. But I think by that time, we were too full. And I didn't anticipate, because on birthdays, after the meal, we have obviously the present opening yes, sessions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I also think perhaps it wouldn't have been as good, because with three of us talking, sometimes it gets a bit crowded, isn't it? Because we're trying to ram in what we want to say. With eight, eight, nine of us, it would have been impossible, virtually, to make any sense. Yeah. yeah. It would have been pure... Um, rambling purest of the pure. It would. And you know what we're like when we get together as a family, we all try and out funny each other. Yeah. And then that just culminates into a massive, we used to call it like, uh, what do we call it? Greek. The, 
Greek Jason and the Argonauts type <laughs> yeah, laugh. Yeah. So if you ever watch Jason and the Argonauts, there's this scene where they just laugh randomly, all these like really hearty yeah, laughs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's what our meal is like all the way through. It's like yeah. mumble, 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 big laugh. The more of us there are, the more in, unintelligible the conversation becomes. Yes. Uh, I've got a story. Oh, sorry, I know we're not no. talking. But, um, but remember last when me, you and Rose went to Spain? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were in the hotel, in the restaurant, in the buffet section. And we were happy to be there because we're, we're like pigs in shit when it comes when to it was, a buffet. When it's a breakfast buffet, especially. And, and so we, we were enjoying our food and enjoying the conversation with each other. A bit loud. A bit loud, uh, a bit leery. And it got to the point where we were just talking and like a very rapid pace. Loud, yeah, and so much to this point that this woman came over, English lady, and she said, "What language are you speaking?" <laughs> <laughs> I love your language. I love yeah. your language. I've never heard that yeah. before. What language are you speaking? We just looked at each other, go English. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what her face looked like after she said that. I was just like, oh, okay, not formal. Yeah, you have this ability actually to to go over the top with it, <laughs> and I think you don't do it deliberately. You're totally oblivious to it. Just you just. Um, Go with the flow, uh, and then the flow becomes a torrent. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <Doesn't it? laughs> Definitely. Um, right, so, I have an email here from Kelvis. So, I was going to read this last week, but obviously, we're a week behind. So, you remember a few weeks ago, we had um, one about lies, a uh, podcast about lies. Yes, yes. And there was that whole thing trying to guess what Rosa did. Mm. Oh, yes. Uh, and this is what Kelvis's guess was. Uh, the subject heading was Ruzza the Rebel, Ask Sid, and a suggestion. So we've got a good amount after this email. Thank you, Kelvis. Um, did Ruzza the Rebel fib or forge grades or a report? To be honest, I must admit, I'm just as curious about the props in the loft as opposed to what he actually did. So a few weeks ago, we mentioned mm, that yeah. Ruzza has a new um, attic space and he's found some random stuff. We should get him to put some pictures out on social media, yes, yeah, shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah. Which will lead quite nicely to what I'm going to suggest next as well. Uh, you're mega close with the forging of stuff there. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've pretty much hit the nail yeah. on the head. Uh, well done. You did it. You did it. Expertly, <laughs> it did it well. And it was in the days when you did not have actually cut and paste, did you? On a computer, on, yeah. On a computer. So uh, let's not say any more, but there's, there's some cutting and pasting was involved. And he needed tweezers, didn't he? And a, and a magnifying glass to do yes, to the yeah. level of depth he went to. It was very impressive. Um, right. And this is kind of links in quite nicely with uh, Sid's pearls. So I might use this as my pearls of wisdom for dad, because obviously it's us asking the questions. Now. Yeah, yeah. But you could be a father to all, couldn't you? And I think uh, yeah, indeed, yeah, yeah. That makes me feel really, really great. But uh, OK. Father to all. I like <laughs> that. All, yeah. We should rename Sid's Pearls to Father to All. Father to All, yeah, you should do. This is a DIY-related question, but does Sid have any advice slash tips for glossing skirting boards? I find after a while, the white tends to go creamy slash yellow. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good one, actually. Um, Well, there are a few things that you can do. If it's a brand new piece of wood that you're using, best thing is to use a good quality primer first. Ooh. And that will help. Um, What's and then, primer? Primer is that you put that, that's the first surface of a, a paint that you put on a virgin wood, if you like. Uh, and then you put the proper gloss uh, coat afterward. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that hides all the, all the um, bits and pieces that, which are naturally occurring with the wood. 
uh, there are a few oils and things in the wood that which which come out after a while. But the prime would stop that. Oh, uh-huh. and, and then that will give you a good finish. And I think the simply the the simplest of thing is that if um, you use good quality paint, yeah, good that, quality um, yeah, that that does not fade or become yellow. Right. Uh, without naming the brand names, um, I think we we all know the the top few brands that we have use them, and I think you won't go f- far wrong. And another thing is that if you have a piece of wood that you have painted God knows how many times, that also doesn't help because uh, it's still the the old paint still has the tendency to come through the new coat. Oh, wow. So the best thing sometimes is to either take it off if you can, burn it all off completely, yep. or rub down as much as you can. Right. And then, so if you rub it down yeah. to get all the paint off, would, could you primer that then and then gloss it? You can, yeah. That's okay. also that's a good, good idea. Yeah, prime it and... Uh, that would help, yes. Brilliant. Okay, fantastic. So, uh, as I said, I'm not really expert in painting, but this is uh, what this is how I do it. And also, when you have wood um, panel doors, wooden panel doors, and if they're knotted, that is always a problem. The knots always show through. You know what I mean, knotted wood. No. Well, surely you you do understand. You look at that piece of um, skirting we have in our room. It's yeah. not been painted. Oh yeah. Can you see the knots there? Um, that bulgy thing. Oh that, yeah. That not the circles. Yeah, that's a knot. That's oh. a knotted wood. Oh wow. Because wood naturally has just imagine a a a, a branch of a big thick branch of a uh, wood. Yeah. And then it must have little branches coming out of it. Ah yeah? that's so what that when is. they cut off they leave a knot there. Oh my god. I didn't know that. Well, it's, it's really quite cool. no. It's quite a simple thing. But don't you ever think what what is it? Not why that circle is there? Somebody painted it on. You know what? I've never asked the question, but now it makes so much yeah. sense when I see it. Yeah, 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 so it when you cut the wood, that if you if you imagine the thick shaft of uh, wood, yeah, a, t- a tree trunk almost, which is probably about you know half a meter diameter, yeah, they slice it that way to make it uh, wood planks, if you like, mm-hmm. wow, flat wood. Yeah, and all those branches or knots will come out, and also the grains as well. The wood has grains, a natural yeah. grain. If you look at this structure, I'm having a flashback. I think we've had this conversation before, <laughs> but you lost me at thick shaft, so I didn't listen. <laughs> but th- this time I listened. <laughs> yeah, I was mature enough to f- ignore thick shaft. But wow, we've learned so much. Well done, Dad. Well done, Dad. Good pearl. The um, pearl section is becoming my favorite part of the podcast. You know, really? shall we just send it down? Talk. Yeah, and I think it should have its own music. Ooh, really? So we should do a podcast, and then a music should come on. Like right, sort now of it's time dramatic, for dad's, dramatic yeah. version of something. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. To, now it's time for Dad to all. So the post producer would have to do that, wouldn't he? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, you you have the music think about it. Yeah, no, I think it, no, it. I love yeah. it. I love that idea. Now, um, your last part was brilliant, Elvis. Because, and last but not least, just a suggestion. With the Ramblings being quite a family oriented podcast, I was thinking a section for listeners' announcements, i.e., birthdays, anniversaries, exams, success. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would do well to get listener involvement as well, which I think is fantastic. Now, yeah. what I'd like to say with regards to that, watch this space because we have a Siddiqui Ramblings podcast that we're, uh, sorry, Siddiqui Ramblings Twitter that we don't really use. We tweet about the podcast through our own Twitter handles. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I've got a Siddiqui Ramblings, uh, pod, uh, tweet. And Mel's going to manage that soon. Ah, that's good, yeah. So that would be a perfect place for people to get involved, ask yeah. questions for us to do polls as well. So all I'll say with regards to that is watch this space. Mm. Excellent. Right, so your polls are done. News? Oh, yeah, my news. 
Got about my news. Okay. Uh, Tower of London to build Raven Aviary to avert ancient prophecy. So, there is a prophecy that, uh, legend has it, if there are fewer than six ravens at the Tower of London, the kingdom will fall. Yeah. I kind of, I did know this actually. I, yeah, I, I, I've I, heard I think this. I might have gone on a school trip there. With only seven ravens currently at the Royal Palace, urgent action must be taken to make sure the prophecy will never come to pass. So the tower is to start a breeding program to ensure that its precious flock and the kingdom, queendom, queendom, <laughs> thrives. Faced with a shortage of legal breeders, the tourist attraction is to build its own special breeding aviary. Uh, King Charles II is believed to have first decreed that six ravens must be kept at the stronghold at all times. The seven current residents are called Jubilee, Harris, Grip, Rocky, no. Erin, Poppy and Merlina. With only one raven in reserve. So they only got one to fall yeah. back on. Historic Royal Palaces has been given permission by Tower Hamlet's Council for the Aviary, which could be built next year. In a report on the plan, uh, Historic Royal Palaces said it was becoming increasingly difficult to add to the flock as there are very few legal captive raven breeders in the UK. It is illegal to keep a wild bird in captivity, HRP said. We hope to share more information on our plans in the new year. So they take this prophecy seriously, don't they? Yeah, that's very interesting uh, news item, isn't it? I, I never thought there's quite a few um, information there, isn't it? I didn't yeah. know that it's illegal to rear uh, birds Captain, in captivity. Yeah. I, I didn't realize. Because that. then people used to have pigeons. People used to have like Jack Duckworth had pigeons, didn't he? Yeah, but you have to let them go at a certain point, don't ah, you? Ah, right. Okay, cool. You've yeah, got to rear a bird in captivity. You can't rear it like out in the open. No, but wild bird. Well, what's wild a domestic bird, bird then? Hmm. A chicken. Chicken must be yeah, domestic, yeah, 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 yeah. So in these um, not zoos, perhaps uh, even somewhere the other, or RSVC had uh, aviary. Didn't they? Yeah. yeah, they had a budgie. Oh yeah, that's a domestic bird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah canary. So what we're saying that if uh, if there were two budgies, there, male and female, and they they felt that they have a relationship going on, could they not breed that? Yeah, no, they're allowed to breed, but what they're saying is, oh no, is it the breed in captivity or mm. be in captivity? Breed in captivity. Breed in oh, captivity. Yeah. okay, breed in captivity. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, do you have to have a chat with them too and say, "Look, no, we do. know that you are uh, you're a very good friend, <laughs> but that anky panky thing is not going to happen here." That would just make them more desirable, though, wouldn't mm. it? Sorry, sorry, it was not wrong. I was wrong there. It's legal to keep a wild bird in captivity. Oh, wild, wild bird! Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that's a really weird law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know that that you can keep a wild bird in captivity. Why don't they just chuck loads of bird seed at the top and have like the reverse of a scarecrow? So have like a sexy looking raven, yeah, <laughs> standing there. Yeah, we've uh-huh. done this before with the, with some penguins, haven't we? No penguins. Yeah. Did we? Did we? We did one. You remember? Few what do you mean when you say we did one? What uh-huh. do you mean? Did we create? We, like, no, we like talked about um, a, a decoy for a bird. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that might have been a goggle box thing, was it? No, it was here. What's wrong with you? Well, you don't you remember. Brainless. It. I do remember. <laughs> you don't remember it. I do remember. Yeah. Yes. There was a decoy. They made a concrete bird. Yes, they did. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. He just woken up. But we didn't make it up. That was one of all the stories. No, we didn't make it up. I never said if we made it up. I said we you talked said we about did this. Did this as in we talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that, actually. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think it was one of your kind. I think it was a dodo. <laughs> <laughs> So, so there's seven at the moment, and there should be a, a six, minimum of six. 
So, uh, and they've got one on reserve. So they only got two to fall back on. Yeah. If they, something happens, how are they keeping them like that protected as well? Like from like bird flu and all, raven flu and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't think they do anything. They just, it's just naturally there and then just yeah. realize, oh, the stock is dwindling. Yeah. We need to do something. Whoever's counting them is like, just let it slip down to as low as it nearly yeah. can go. Can't they bring one from elsewhere? Or are you saying there aren't any in, in the whole UK then? Well, this is the other thing. How rare is a raven? Have you ever seen a raven? I don't Would I you know that know you raven. saw a raven? No, I raven all this sort of, uh, uh, thought that they look like a crow. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're massive crows, aren't right. they? Yeah. And they're all black ravens. With a black oh. beak. Yeah, with a black beak as well. Yeah. Or is that know, a rook? That's the cartoon version of uh, Gulliver's Kingdom. Yeah. There are three, are they crows or are they cravens? Those are nasty birds who are always planning to do things. Oh, the scheming birds, yeah. Scheming birds. They're, crows, they're crows, aren't they? Are they crows? Yeah. yeah. And the ones that are mates with Dumbo in the film Dumbo, they're crows as well, aren't they? I don't know. Oh, the ones who are singing yeah. and dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they're crows, yeah. yeah. Yes. Crows are in everything, aren't they? <laughs> No wonder ravens feel left out and yeah. don't want to come but back. Cr- crows is a very crafty um, bird, you know, very, very crafty. I think, again, we have talked about that as well in one of our podcasts. My childhood memories of crows, what they used to get up to. Now, they still think. That was like that, yeah. that's crow story, you remember? That's yeah, but was that in the podcast? Or was that when dad was writing his book? No, I think it was podcast. The okay. story is that my dad didn't yeah. like the crows because they always used to nick them. Uh, things, yeah, little spoons, uh, tablet of soap, that yeah. sort of thing they just sneak. And he was sick and tired of them. So he decided to teach them a lesson one day. He got hold of one yeah. and tied a string to his feet and dangled him upside down from the branch of a tree. Yeah, horrible and now. But yeah, yeah, I know. In Pakistan, and every time he went past, he just slapped him like with a bit of paper. <laughs> really hard. And then he let him go. He let him go. But that crow and his, the rest of the family never forgot that. Yeah. So they started attacking my dad. And they, they used to fly like a jet <laughs> and come and grab <laughs> No, peek on his head. You know, really? really? Yeah. Pack his head. Pack his head. Uh, and he, he he had a miserable life for several <laughs> months after. That's why he came to this country. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sure we talked about this in I one of the podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when he was on the plane flying to this country <laughs> as well. He kept looking out the window <laughs> and there was like a flock of crows. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, cool. So, Umar, the, today's topic is... The landscape is changing. So, it's all about how our city and our world has yeah. changed. So, I thought in uh, relation to that, what I'd look at is technological advance... Uh, sorry, the best technological advancements of all time. Now, I've taken this from davidsbinhere.com. So, we'll see how amazing they are. But he's put some good ones. Uh, optical lenses which were invented by the Greeks. Man would not have been able to improve their vision, create television sets, and improve the work beh- uh, being done in the field of photography and film. This ancient invention helped to give rise to the CD, DVD, and other optical mm. methods of saving files. Mm. So yeah, something as simple as glasses. Mm. Paper. 100 BC, Chinese invention. The paper is the basis for the document program in our computers of today. It is the basis by which people blog their thoughts and interact with people online. We don't give much thought to it. That's because it's always been around, isn't it? But if the paper had not been invented, we would not have any materials to record our thoughts on. Yeah. Um, electricity, the internal combustion engine, cars, 
airplanes. This one's a good one that people won't know too much about. Semiconductors. They are the technological advancement of all time. Without semiconductor chips, the computer would not have been mm. invented. Easy. The computer would not have evolved into the laptop, and the laptop would not have been able to transform into the tablet and mobile phone. The invention of this part was indeed the turning point of technological mm. advancements. Um, I'll leave it at that because uh, that's quite an interesting one because I don't think everyone knows about semiconductors. You two knew about semiconductors? Yes, yeah, so silicon. Yeah, I've heard of it and read about it in the or talked about in yeah. the, when we were doing when we were at uni. Uh, but I, I don't know in the now. Silicon mm. chips. Silicon chips. Silicon chips. Okay, Omar. <laughs> so that was good, boss. So I mean, yeah, technology kind of changes the landscape. But what is the biggest change that you can think of when it comes to the world beyond your windows? Um, so, I mean. We occupy like a generation now where things are haven't changed drastically in terms of like something hasn't just suddenly sprung up, you know. Mm, yeah. And you think, God, where did the hell did that come from? But if you look at it, like from my childhood to now, there are things out there and things that oh, right, wouldn't be immediately uh, apparent to me because they've come up like they've come about slowly over the course of time. Yeah. But they are they are profoundly different from when I was growing up to the way that things are now. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I, I mean, think even if you think, if yeah. you think about like satellite dishes now on houses, that that was some that wasn't something that I would have seen as a kid. But now they're all there, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. I think you're right, man. I think us two growing up, especially our generation, it isn't anything like brand brand new. They're just evolving stuff that's already out yeah. there to make it a little yeah. bit more efficient. For example, TVs are now better quality. Yes. Um, I guess the one you could argue is videos are now DVDs. Mm. That wasn't a thing, but it was still the same thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Whereas you, Dad... Yes, I've seen lots of things. You've seen lots of big things, haven't you? The word landscape itself, if you you put that into sort of horticultural sense, you want to change that landscape, I'm thinking of, you know, growing things. That takes a while, doesn't it? That takes a while. So landscape in itself or changing landscape takes a while. It's a gradual process, not overnight. And it's little things that happen on daily basis or weekly basis or monthly basis. And eventually you say, oh my God, yeah. It's different. Uh, so you you got to measure the measuring span has got to be a certain certain yeah. length, hasn't it? Certain it has been. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, but you're quite right. I have seen obviously I'm much older than you two. Uh, I have seen lots of things that have, uh, they've been, and then at that time they were amazing. They've disappeared and been replaced with something even better. Mm, yeah. Television is a classic one. If you if you look at the old version, sometimes you see a picture of it. Yeah, in a black and white film or something, a little black box, a yeah. little black and white box sitting in the corner, and a, the grainy picture on it and so on forth. Compare that with what we have now. Yes, yeah, completely yeah. different. Yes, it, it blows your mind completely. Yeah. Dad's got a new uh, smart TV downstairs, and he loves it. He shows it off to everyone now. Yeah, Look. I can. I can watch program that I never thought was possible to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it there. That's smart. I don't know what he's watching. It yeah. makes up the programs as, <laughs> as, it, goes as it goes along. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Dad, you said something good. If it's a gradual change, you won't notice it. It's not like, I don't know, say, for example, you live in a nice green belt area and then one night there's loads of like 
construction work and drills yeah. going off, and then you wake up and you're surrounded by concrete. It's not like that, is it? No, 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 no you yeah. say that, Omar, but I'll tell you what, I still say to this day that, you know, what are those things called? Those big fan things, those wind turbines. Wind turbines, wind yeah. turbines yeah, 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 yeah. Now, you know when you drive towards Derby? Yeah. Uh, sorry, when you drive towards Nottingham, uh-huh. when you're on the A52? Yes. I kid you not, there was a winter where I didn't notice them at all. Yes. And okay. then when I saw them for the first time, it was like War of the Worlds. I was like looking in the distance going, what the hell are those things? And I think because they were being constructed in the winter, and when I was driving in the morning, it was dark to work. Yeah, yeah. And when yeah. I was driving back, it was dark. So I just didn't notice it for a full winter. Yeah, right. And then in the summer when it was sunny... I honestly, I crapped myself when I saw the, the first one. Because yeah. I thought, what the hell is that? You thought it was the invasion. I did. Yeah. Aliens have landed. Yeah. The invasion yeah. of the f- big fans. <laughs> well, I didn't know what they were. <laughs> yeah. I remember like pulling over in Sainsbury's, like going to go and restock and stuff. Got you're, more well, you're not the only one that's alarmed with the speed of those things. And I don't think it's because it happened in winter and it was always like blanketed by fog. I think those things were put up very quickly. Yeah, they usually take... You know, the North Sea is full of these uh, things now. We yeah. have uh, wind farms, as they call them. Yeah. And they uh, put them up within a couple of days in the sea. Can you believe oh, that? That is insane. Yeah. So they're obviously assembled and laid flat and driven to a yeah. point. It's in sections. The, the, the shaft itself. <laughs> <laughs> but I one podcast and he's using the word shaft twice. Well done, I don't right? know what else to call the pole. All right, <laughs> that's even worse, probably. Mm. Yeah, it's in sections, so they put them together one right. by one, and then the top bit goes at the end. Uh, I still, uh, I haven't seen them how they put the blades up there because that's the the, the highest point. Yeah, and you imagine trying to do something mm. on it. We have a pole thing here. Just imagine if you were to build that one, say, eighty foot high. To put that big, huge turbine, yeah, and the blade on top. I don't know how they do it. They must have cranes. They things, must yeah. have, yeah. But the crane has to has to always be higher than yeah. the thing that you see. You would have seen it, Omar. I don't care what you say. Even if it's a couple of days, I would have seen it. But these things sprung up, yeah. and I was like, "What happened?" I was in shock. And it was not like one of them. There were about five or six of them. And yeah. I honestly, when I saw it, there are only two. Where you got five and six from? No, there's more than two. There are two windmills <coughs> by Spondon. Windmills. Wind right. turbines. Wind turbines. No, there were more than that. No, there are only two. I'm going to go count them. Okay. <laughs> only two. And there's another story that you don't know about it. For ages, they were not moving. Did you know that? I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where that is? There wasn't wind. enough wind. No. <laughs> Apparently, there were... Um, uh, interfering with the frequencies uh, at the airport, East Midlands Airport. Oh, right. okay. for some reason, but I think they've overcome that now, and they they're, they're working. Actually, saying that, I don't think I've ever seen them move. I've seen them move. They move, they move very around. slowly. Do they? Do it quite slowly, isn't it? It depends on the wind, isn't it? But obviously, yeah, they, they don't go, you know, like rocket. The rocket. They they do move at a pace, but even then, they produce a hell of a lot of energy. And are they producing energy? Oh, then, well, yeah. Who's benefiting from this energy? Are we benefiting from Yes, it will be throwing back into the grid and then a little bit of... Uh, can you see those electrons flowing now in buses, the gadget here? Probably some of them have come The recorder, the by the way, is pointing at Yeah. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast about those two uh, wind turbines in Spanish. We could do, yeah. But we're not going to. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. 
So that's a good example of the, the way the landscape is changing in like kind of a worrying way as well for Barset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alien invasion kind of yeah. scenario. Right. You but like sometimes people do worry about it. You wait till you see the field full of solar panels. You've not seen them yet. No. Yeah, you're not going to see them. Lose his watch then. He will if he sees them. Well, you'll probably see him at Skagness or a beach. No, you, if you if you go into Derbyshire um, countryside, yes, and if you go to the farms, which yeah. are empty farms, nothing there. People have used the space to put these things up. I there. have seen those. Yes, and they yeah, yeah. do look something you know out of this world. Yeah, yeah. What on earth is that? Rows and rows of panels. You've Solar seen farm. them obviously on roofs as well. Yes, but this is a new thing. It's occupying or making use of the spare land that we have. Yeah. Which I suppose is a good thing, isn't it? But sometimes it just like these things aren't always pretty, are they? They're not aesthetic. No, They're like you look at them and go, I think that's that's a block that is on the yeah. landscape. Yeah, what would be aesthetic in your terms? Say for a wind turbine, for instance, how would you make that Put some aesthetic leaf. looking? Yeah, make it green. Or, yeah, yeah. Put flowers on Put it. Put flowers on it. Yeah. What else can we do? <laughs> yeah, it looked like a moving tree then, wouldn't it? That'd be yeah. quite cool. Moving yeah. tree. Mm. Yeah, that would look quite nice. Can you imagine Bass's state of mind then? It's the moving trees. Well. Yeah, I'd go Lord of the Rings. I'd go, oh my God, <laughs> the ants are coming. <laughs> so what don't you see as much of as you used to in terms of uh, the landscape? Um, I tell you, I miss the oldie, foldy old uh, corner shops. Yeah. 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 That's you know, true, with yeah. the, with the um, handwritten almost... Um, uh, Artwork board in the top. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Ridley and Son or somebody. Yes, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. ours was, mm. isn't it? Paternernies. yeah. And then they changed it to E and P News, and then I thought that's it. They're not going to last long. That's told you for me that. Yeah. yeah. And then in the window you have jars of sweets looking at mm. you. Mm. Uh, what else? And then outside things being sort of, uh, you know, placed strategically. I would say it is the shops or something like that. It is the shops, isn't it? Like the bakers and stuff. Remember Pam's Pantry? Yeah. yeah. Palmer's Pantry, that was nice. Yeah. Video shops, if... blockbuster video, that's gone. Yeah. Video shops are just completely done. Have you seen yeah. the new trailer for um, Captain Marvel? No. It's set in the 90s and she lands, she's an alien, and she lands in a blockbuster. Right. And it's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, because I've been going around doing my talk on how I got onto Gogglebox and stuff, mm. the girl that I met there... I've worked at a video shop. And video yeah. shops don't even bloody exist now. Yeah. There right. you go. Yeah. And milkmen. Milk. Like, no, milk they're still around. They're still around, yeah. they're still around yeah. but, but not still have bottled milk. Because mm. you never hear that clinking anymore, do you? That yeah. clinking. I don't sound. think they have. They actually supply milk in the plastic. Plastic. And okay. they also give eggs <clears throat> and bread as well. Yeah. yeah. So they've opted the, what they Few do. Few and now. far between, though. But that's dying. Mm, that's dying. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame, really. It's all changed for the better. I mean, we live in a society where if 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 it's not broke, don't fix it. So you can argue that all changes for the better. But just because something has a overwhelmingly positive effect from the beginning, yeah, doesn't mean that there isn't a slight undercurrent of negativity. negativity about I think that's the yeah. case with everything. That always is. Yeah. yeah. I just remember you mentioned the things being delivered: the milkman and the, the other bits and pieces. Uh, not long ago, coal was delivered to people's houses. Did you know that? Yeah. Were you around when that happened? Yeah, that's where you had cellars. Yes, because it dropped great yeah, yeah. yeah, My house has got a coal cellar. Yeah, can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what decade would that have been? In or probably about 20 years ago. Tw- no, longer than 20 years ago, Dad. It probably wouldn't have been that much no, longer ago. About, about 30. 30, maybe 30, yeah. Because if you think about it, the house that I lived in, 
yeah. in Alveston, that doesn't have a cellar, does it? No, no. So Probably that's how I'm trying to do yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but at that point, your house was built at a time where a lot of houses did have electricity in them, but there would have been a time where houses were coexisting with electricity yes, and yes, coal. Yeah. And, oh, coal as well, yeah. wow. and don't forget, in the rural area, people still use coal. Yeah, yeah. a lot burning. A lot burning. Yeah, I thought just to throw that in again. No, that's the kind of thing that I am actually going for. That not only is change happening, but it's happening very quickly. Now, if somebody like there are still generations alive that say that we use coal, doesn't that that blows your mind, isn't it? It does. It weirds me out. Yeah, and you don't look at these people and think, "Well, you caveman," but (laughs) these are just people who still alive and like still using like old methods. Now, you can't argue. You can. You can't have that same argument, say, for somebody in the 19th century. Somebody who was born in, like, 1800. Yeah. Compared to somebody who was born in 1850. Yeah. That person in 1850 would never say, God, I can't believe you were doing that. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because their advancement just wasn't that advanced at that stage. What I'm trying to get across is that things are advancing very quickly now. Our our equivalent would be, I can't believe that your broadband speed was so slow. Yeah. yeah, or I can't believe your computer was that big. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. That's kind of the equivalent, isn't That's it? The equivalent, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, perhaps biggest change, as far as technology is concerned, miniaturization, hasn't it? Really, yeah. how things have reduced in size yeah. from what they used to be. Mm. But that is understandable, isn't it? Because you you do the the important stuff first. So everything associated with survival yeah. and making sure that everyone is fit and healthy and yeah. well. So stuff like coal. Mm. Central heating, that stuff has to come first, doesn't it? it does, yeah. We've been in a we've been in a generation where it's more about convenience and efficiency, making it the world that we live in as efficient for people as possible. Yes. Clicking on something and then it's delivered the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clicking on yeah, something. Yeah, but that in itself is it. also enhancing your your well being and your health and well being and uh, <laughs> helping to um, you know take care of you. Medically, for, for example, you must know, Omar, uh, the results, the sample results probably these days takes, you know, minutes compared yeah, to yeah, yeah. what you used to. You have to wait for mm. ages. Yeah. And reporting as well. You know, you used to go to your doctor for a blood blood test and it'll be weeks before you get to know what's wrong with you. These days, virtually, if there is something major, they'll ring you the following day say, can yeah. you come to the surgery? Yeah. So things like that, although we are the efficiency and, you know, the easy way to do things are yeah. helping... Um, with our work, yeah. so there is a superficial element to it, but there's also a a, a, a very positive, a positive, positive, thing, yeah, yeah, positive health m- message to it. And that's well. a, a, a small example. If you NHS is moving quite fastly into digital technology, digital, yeah, yeah. NHS, digital. And, and that that is another hmm. totally different section that we can talk about one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that <laughs> is a good uh, another subject for later on. What surprises you as far as the changing landscape is concerned? I mean, like I mentioned before, the speed at which things are changing. And also, like, how quickly people are ready to adopt. In fact, people are waiting for new things to happen, aren't they? Yeah. Just like you as a trivial example of, like, a new restaurant opening. Yeah. People are waiting for it to happen, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't know how they existed before. Before it, yeah. Before that sign (laughs) came up. Yeah. But I think even new things still rely on old things. Like, let's think about, like, a company like Amazon or... They still rely on delivery. They still rely on somebody getting into a truck and driving that thing from warehouse A to warehouse B to get yeah. to your house, isn't it? Definitely. So th- there's there's no way that they, we can we're not at that stage yet where something can just be beamed into your house. No. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. The technology has moved very fast in certain areas, but the rest of the bit that we should perhaps rely to deliver that haven't moved yeah, at the still same quite pace old. yet. 
technology, isn't it, really? Even getting it packed and onto the actual lorry as well. I know a lot of it will be machine-related, yeah, but there will yeah. be people overseeing it as well, won't there? I think the biggest problem for us in the future to come to would be the transportation. Yeah. Everything else probably will be resolved. And because it's a physical element you have to get from A to B, it will always be uh, problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it? absolutely. What you can transport <laughs> digitally, they are trying to transport oh, yeah, digitally yeah, yeah. as much as they can. Yeah, everything now can I, I can see a day where you could get your blood analysed digitally. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's off. Remember when we watched that thing about DNA on a USB stick? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Mm. We watched DNA, this thing yeah. about like how they were converting DNA into... Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was a storage <clears throat> method, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, storage yeah. method. Using storage DNA, to, DNA to... Yeah. yeah. Mm. But storage is another big issue that we're going to have uh, uh, to yeah. deal with. The, you know, we really nearly do things on our computers on our mobiles mobile is brilliant you know you wouldn't think twice taking a shot of something uh, a picture of something you yeah know, in the garden wherever what happens to that you are keeping it and that is loading the overall storage of the whole entire world everybody's yeah, yes. doing that and all Without the other files that we're talking we're not thinking i think that is going to be a big issue the storage of the data yeah. uh, i've recently been to a, a conference and as uh, somebody did a presentation and it just blew my mind. Currently, there is a huge um, uh, equipment of some sort under sea which stores it. Did you know that? You probably wow. didn't even know that. And trillions of gigabytes have been stored there underwater. Wow. And this machine has been developed to power itself using the waves, sea waves, water Jeez, waves. who's invented and, and also, that? Then? I think it's a British invention. And also, it's cooling it as well. The yeah. Data. So, so data, sense. I was going to give, the guy was saying we're probably spending six billion dollars at the moment worldwide for the storage of data. Six billion. And it's shot up in last three yeah. or four years yeah. from about 10% to about 80%. Which is mad, isn't it? Because like, the quality of your phone, as that improves, that uses more data. And that frustrates me because mm. I think we've reached a point now where you don't need your HD and your 4K and all that crap. Picture's picture. Picture's picture, isn't People it? are being written really yeah, yeah, yeah. But the file <laughs> size of those are huge. Yeah. Mm. They're massive and they're unnecessarily massive as far as I'm concerned. Maybe mm. I'm just grumpy where old you man. work, Omar, and you probably, you're not that, but there is a critical alarm that goes off in the uh, IT um, ad office or wherever the hub is uh, for data storage. There are actually alarms set and they start panicking. Say, oh my God, there's too many people be saving emails or saving files. Ooh, or saving yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And if you talk to the um, IT guys, they will tell you how, as I said, there's a panel of, uh, they're watching constantly these screens. What is the state of data storage? Yeah. Yeah. So this thing under the sea, this is storing any data or is it a specific Well, yeah, obviously data? there are, no, there, there are there quite quite a lot of the detail that goes with it, but just yeah. to give you an example. But it's so interesting because, like, everyone thinks of the cloud, don't they? When you think of cloud storage, mm-hmm. yeah. click it, save it on the cloud. It's not being saved in an actual physical cloud, no, is it? No, no that's it's, what it means. Yeah, 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 but it's being saved somewhere and that somewhere. will physically take up space. Yeah, of course yeah. it will. Yeah. yeah. And it's if just, we carry on the way we are, you know... <laughs> You keep snapping and you sending and saving. I have a bad habit of saving things probably two or three times in different places just in case. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think we ourselves need to start mm. thinking, why are we doing that? But my problem is as soon as I delete something, Sod's law. I want that. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's another prime example of how the people are changing, isn't it? Now we're like not talking about the physical landscape, we're talking about a virtual <laughs> landscape, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the problems associated with that. Um, yeah. And I think more and more people are still, they're clinging on to the old values, aren't they? Like environmentalism and like that kind of protecting the environment has recently received a big push, isn't it? It's yeah. a lot more out there in your face and, Mm. Um, despite change. what climate change deniers will say, yeah, yeah. The, the people, company, big companies are now making a real drive, aren't they, towards uh, recycling and sustainability? And I think part of that isn't not just to ensure future survival; it's harkening uh, back to the old days when you had like clean air and that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah. Sorry, you're looking at the questions. I'm. I've just gone off on a tangent. No, that's no, all right. Fine. Yeah. So, are humans changing to suit their landscape, or is it the other way around? I think humans are changing. Humans are evolving. Yeah, what is called adaptation. Have yeah. We have no choice but to do it. But what we're doing is we're adapting our environment to change suit us, aren't we? Yeah. Yes. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is a natural progression when things happen that way. Yeah. It's a human nature, isn't it? If, yeah. if you are constantly facing a threat from elements or whatever, you do something about it, don't you? You yeah. do. That's yes. human, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah that human. is And human. I think we will probably get there. The biggest problem at the moment is this which I personally think is not going to last forever, this global warming. Right. And that is purely because of the fossil fuels that we've used in the past and we're still using. Soon as we get away from that, and It'll soon as itself. the population, it will fix itself. Yeah. The energy itself is in abundance on this earth. <laughs> in fact, there are, um, there are technologies now that you can extract all of the energy that we need from the sun. The technologies are available. Wow. But there isn't a political will. There is a... Um, uh, there's a climate, um, economical climate that mm. it doesn't let you do that. No, of course. No, people are making money. People are making money, actually. Yeah. And I think yeah. eventually, but it's the, the critical bit is next 30 to 50 years while we, the transition takes place from one uh, source of energy we use, which is the fossil based, yeah. to, to renewables, yeah. uh, which is obviously solar and mm. wind and the rest of it. Once we cross that bridge and it's all been balanced out economically and politically, I think energy is not going to be a problem. Wow. But the only danger is that we may have done too much damage by that time, mm. uh, and to, uh, which may be not reversible. Right. Right. So we're at, we're at a critical point now. We are at a critical point. Yeah. yeah. People don't realize that. It's just, long term is fine, but the, the task for us to, to get to that long term. Mm. Yeah. And I'm sure people like Trump don't help the situation. With well, ignorance is bliss, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's a shame. Big shame. But it is, it's so closely tied in with how the world works. Yeah. I mean, oil is the biggest, is the most lucrative well, thing, exactly, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. I mean, Russians are never going to develop alternative technologies, are they? Because they're sitting on a vast uh, um, uh, reserve of yeah. oil, which they want to use and control the world, if you like, or yeah. help their economy, obviously, because yeah, they've, they've of course. found it. Yeah. See, when you think about it, oil is the biggest evil in the world. Isn't yeah. It? Not only <laughs> oil it, and tobacco. Oil and tobacco, yeah. Because not only do they make this rich-poor divide uh, more pronounced, they actually do harm the world as well. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. When you think about something like solar power, that's the great leveller, isn't it? Anybody from Ethiopia to, like, uh, like Moscow, they will have equal footing, won't they? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. the technology's yeah. there yeah. for it now. Absolutely. Yeah. Great leveller. Yeah. So how how different will the world look twenty years from now? Twenty years, yeah. Mm. Will we see things like flying cars, smart cities? I think smart cities are a way of the future. Yes, yeah. yeah. Which is a good thing, I think, yeah. because that will help 
our environment because that's what it's always mm-hmm. is there are two things that we we be suffering from the lack of food yep yeah you think that's going to be a that's going to be absolutely definitely the lack of food the lack of food yeah the the way the population is increasing at the moment yeah how many people i think there are 50 billion people at the moment on the in on the, in the, the, in the planet, world, yeah. yes, and they think this is going to increase by another 10 to 15% in the coming year and even the food resources now can't feed all them people jeez man so the food is going to be a problem mm. and obviously associated uh, things that come from bad technology at the moment uh, because don't forget there are still third world country developing now like of india yeah. and china yes. they will carry on because they don't have any vested interest in renewable at the moment they are yes. early stages so yes So I don't know the next 20 years I think going to be a bit difficult. Yeah. Do you think things will happen the way they're happening now though? Like I always look at it in terms of because as a parent of a young child and stuff like the impact of social media that it has on our current young possibly. But do you think that that's still going to be as prevalent mm-hmm. now when Amelia's of an age do you think social media will be like a bit passé then? Do you think people will care a little less about their Instagramming and stuff? It goes back to what dad was saying with regards to the data. Yeah. And actually having a finite amount of data. Mm. Maybe next generations won't be able to take pictures no. of their food because they physically can't store that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That be a thing. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think again the, the the natural correction bit comes in into it. The social media has presented so many problems so far mm. that we're already looking and hang on a second this has become sort of evil. Yeah. Uh, it's a self-created monster. Yeah. We need to somehow take care of it. And I think we have to start looking at that. We have started looking at the, the whole thing with regards to policing it yeah. for whatever Tom Dick Harry is doing something wrong, yeah. but also the mental well-being as well. That always makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you know you hear about the links between social media and the links to depression and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And all that, yeah, kind, all of that kind of stuff. So, But the difficulty yeah. again is because you have two diverse um, yeah. um, parties, isn't it? One are trying to make money, yeah. anyhow, yeah. and that's what part of the obesity is about. Is about. Yeah. It yeah, likes yeah, yeah. the fast tune, uh, fast food uh, uh, chains. Mm. They have created a hell of a lot. Yeah. thinking about oh, making a quick buck but look at the, the consequences so you always have two sides isn't it yes that's right yeah yeah, yeah. i think uh, these anything that like social media sugary drinks anything like that they will be more tightly policed in the future i think yeah they'll, they'll have to be mm. i think they'll have to be uh, i think they're getting there slowly but yeah. surely but it's good years isn't it and obviously it falls on the parents and the education system to support where it can yeah. but it can only yeah. do so much can't it when the yeah, well, the options are out also there. need the, the in, uh, involvement from government or yeah. legislation to do these things you know like the sugar tax for instance that that's a bit of a thing that mm, happened definitely could be fat tax next yeah yeah so just talking about like the way that the world is progressing and um timelines as well i mean do you realize now that more years have elapsed since the beginning of 1980 and now than from the end of world war 2 and the beginning of 1980 that's crazy isn't it world war 2 ended in 1945 Five, yeah so between that and 80 35 years yeah 35 years yeah and between eight, from 1980 to now yeah that's more time isn't it yeah yeah so we are now at the We are as the future, aren't we? What we thought was the future, we are here, isn't it? Yeah, we, 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 we yeah. arrive exactly. at the future. Yeah, 
Yeah. The dark times at the end of the world war, the Cold War and everything yeah. like that. They're now firmly in the past, aren't yes, they? And they're more, firmly in the past. Yeah. And now you you could argue that this this is the best time to be alive now. There are no wars, there's no evil ideologies. But that's not the case. No, it's not the case. No, no. <laughs> no. If anything, it's it's more prevalent now than they was. It's the it's the nitty gritty and detail of it, and how clever. And again, the, the likes of technology are yeah. promoting it. Oh, yeah. not helping in that situation. No, yeah. yeah. To, to me, there's a lot of ambiguity now, isn't there? There's yeah. no heroes left because there's no villains. There's no heroes, is there? Yeah. You look at people like Trump. Yeah. No, you wouldn't describe him as the hero of the, the of the piece, would you? No. Whereas I don't know whether it. The, it's because when I was young, I had a naive view of the world. But yeah. I always saw like Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher as like larger than life people you could aspire to. You yes, know? yeah, yeah. But whereas you, Dad, probably didn't think like that because you were older at the yeah, time. Yeah, thought, well, right, yeah, yeah, that's right. I know what you're saying. And yeah. you know Thatcher has a villain, uh, yeah. people who don't like her as well, yeah, don't yeah. you? Yeah, I think that might be a kid, like a kid's view of it. But then Obama, Obama was a guy to look up to. He was a guy to yeah. look up to. But then other people would have said he's a bit too weak. Yeah. It's yeah. your political, it's it, your political it, feeling, mm. won't they? Some I think you need to probably Trump. ask Amelia, not now, but next year probably, when she's a bit older, yeah. has Who's, she got a hero? Has she got a hero? Because yeah. that's the thing that you've got yeah. to look. Yeah, but he's got loads. Wonder Woman, <laughs> yes. uh, My Little Pony. Or yeah. No, perhaps another couple of years. Yeah, she has got political sense in a way that she can understand how the country is run. At a very small scale. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, anything else that you guys would like to add on the way that the landscape is changing? Uh, well, the biggest threat, you, I know you mentioned that we don't have wars, but they, it's always imminent. I yeah. still think that you only need, uh, you know, the Swiss cheese uh, uh, whole Swiss theory, cheese, that yeah. Swiss cheese, uh, that you, if you have three or four holes lined up, you could have catastrophe on hand. And thinking about it, I think if you want to consider Trump to be one of the holes, yeah, <laughs> putting nicely, He's big hole, and, big hole, big a and hole. Putin the other one, mm-hmm. yeah, and then one or two others from Iran and so and so yeah. forth, yeah, you have got actually a, a, a catastrophe facing you, mm-hmm. staring you, you in the face. Yeah, you have, but I think people think that we've got it way too good now, aren't we? And don't forget things like things that give us comfort will give like. Putin comfort as well and Trump and that kind of stuff isn't it? they wouldn't want to do without that they wouldn't stuff, want to would do they? without yeah. that and I think people are more reliant now on that kind of stuff to make them feel good about themselves because there's less naturally you can do to feel good about yourself yeah so people yeah. are more protective of themselves as well yeah and I know I've poo-pooed on social media as well a little bit but I think social media does kind of like give an insight into people's fears. Oh, God, it's, it yeah. give, provides that information it that does. you didn't, didn't have to. And, and I think yeah. the fact that everyone can see that and people are, are, are noticing what other people are worried about. Yes, yeah. I like to think that that will play a part it in play preventing part. Definitely. certain yeah. things happening as yeah. well. I think media has been tremendous to... Uh, it, you know, everybody is well-informed these days. Mm, yeah. Even even though, even though if you're not directly interested in news and anything... It's just there. It's it in your there. face. You it's can't there. ignore it, which I think is a brilliant thing about yes. the social media. Yeah. Sting, the wrestler or no, the, the musician, Sting. Right, yeah. Around the time of the Cold War um, uh, threat of nuclear annihilation, yeah. he wrote this song called The the Russians Have Children Too. Ah. And it was a propaganda song. Yeah, and yeah. It was, they tried to do it so that the Russians want to launch a 
we wouldn't launch a nuclear attack against the Russians, yeah. and the Russians likewise wouldn't do the same. Yeah. And I think social media has that kind of effect, doesn't it? Yeah. You see images of across the world, yeah. good images, mm. and that can be piped to anybody. Anybody can see it. Yeah. Apart yeah. from countries that have uh, yeah. social media blackouts. Yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah, in some terms, yeah, social media, people always go on about the evils of it, but it's a tremendous force of good as well. Mm. And I think the generations that are coming through now are know how to use it properly, I think. Yeah. They but you also think like, that we, morally or have our morals as humans changed over the years? But that means our natural instinct of a human is, I think, I don't care who you are, unless there are some, you know, mutants among yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. Normal human being, if you go out there, you see something bad happening. For instance, if a little puppy is in a difficulty, yeah. a little cat is, your natural reaction would be to do something about yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Be good about it. Yes, yeah. But when a strange thing is when it comes to a bigger section of people, i.e. governments and the leaders mm-hmm. of this world, that doesn't prevail. Because things happen to other countries a disaster, for instance, can happen. We turn yeah. a blind eye. We can see sort of atrocities going on throughout the world. You know, the people who can't fight for themselves. Some other people are, you know, killing them and doing things. We just don't do anything. We just sit. We look silent. after our own, don't we? Yeah. 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 I mean, Brexit's a really nasty reminder of how much selfish are, we can be. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything that's going and on with Brexit. That's yeah. the frightening bit that I think that morality or natural human instincts are, are just go by the way by the wayside uh, when it comes to bigger yeah. issues it does, there's yeah. the argument that you can only you can only help someone what is it you can't ha- feed someone on an empty cup or something like that yeah. we look after yourself first yeah and then you can help yes, people yeah, can't yeah. you that might be the argument in that regard but there's looking after yourself and then there's looking after yourself That's isn't there's looking yeah Sometimes something will happen that's so atrocious that it'll just make you, you have guilty that you've not done anything about yeah. it. But what can you do, really, other than wholeheartedly condemn it? Mm. Do you ever read things or see things and you think, God, I can't believe this. This is how I would never have imagined humankind to do this. Oh, God, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The history repeats itself, doesn't it? Yeah. We look back and look at Hitler, what he did. Yeah. Sometimes you think, oh, my God. And then... Much later, if you look at some of the things that have gone in Syria now, it's yeah, still happening. It's happening, isn't it? There's no difference. No. no. It's heartbreaking, isn't it? But we don't want to end on a dark note. No, no. Looking towards the future, I think now is the time really for us to embrace what we've got yeah. and see it as a good thing. It's going to take some education and training and like... It'll be interesting as well. I mean, like, Basta, with you now, what, what you do is you mould the future generations and into how to use these things properly. Mm. But as somebody who hasn't always used these things, and there will become a time where there will be generations who have only known these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, what does that, what does that mean for people? Say, like, somebody who grew up with social Facebook media. and yeah. social media. Yeah. How will they teach somebody... That there is an alternative when they've never known an alternative. No, but they'd yeah. be the best people to say that, okay, this is the right way to use it and this is the wrong way to use it yeah. because they've known it, they've grown up with it. Mm. So if anything, they'd be the best informed yeah. and the ones who would be able to instruct people because it's, it's such a new history, isn't it? The social media is as yeah. well. And people will know more about it and know how to use it better. Yeah. Um, I think with all of these things, technologies, there is some percentage that will probably have ill effects, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. And but majority of the time it will be fine. You know, eighty percent of the time the media will be used for the right reasons. Mm. Uh, but sometimes evil always have the upper hand. You only need you only need ten percent of the baddies against ninety percent of the yeah. goodies, and ten percent seem to win, don't they? Yes. So there's that element as well. Mm. But technology itself will help social media. But I think the medical advances will will carry on, and that yeah. will be a great achievement as well. Yeah. In terms of keeping people, I mean, now, now you say aging population, but that population is still like virtually ineffective after a certain age, isn't it? What what they've done is prolong life, but what have they done? Yeah, quality yeah, of life. absolutely. I think later on it'll be prolonging the quality of life. Quality yeah. of life. That's the main absolutely. thing. It's no good living at hundred if you if you're poorly all the yeah. time. But in twenty years' time, do you any of either of you think we'll be living on a different planet or like working no. on food? No, not yet. Not see happening. No, two hundred years maybe, but not twenty years. Yes. Yeah. When I was a kid, man, that I was convinced yeah, that we'd be it? living yeah. in a different planet or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. or we'd be going for our summer to Jupiter or something like that. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you read too many comics. I did read too many, way too many comics. Yeah. I still think that your brains and thoughts can be put onto a computer and you can live through a computer. Yeah, I, I think, think they're quite close happen. to that. Yeah. What with this image being stored on DNA and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. Once you start crossing the line between biology and robotics and yeah. technology. Terminator. Yeah, Terminator. All sorts of weird and wonderful scenarios. Yeah. Because we are, aren't we? How many times have you looked at your screen and you think, God, I'm getting way too close. It's almost like I'm being drawn into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I think yeah. that we have actually evolved in your own opinion the year that you've lived on Earth. I certainly can think that we have we have evolved. You could say that well, that's just a natural progression. You change your ways to adapt yourself, but mm-hmm. art to me is evolution. Yeah, it's, evolution, it's a, yeah. a miniature, yeah, very at a very slow it's a pace. Micro, yeah, it's a microcosm of uh, yeah. It's evolution. on the logarithm scale. Yeah. You're right there. Yeah. It is, but you you quite. I think we're evolving as humans. You take any natural. Yeah, how many people outside do you see outside just banging their phones against things trying to get it to work? Nobody does that yeah. because they've instantly known from the get go how to use it because they know that it's very important to them yes, to be able to use it. <laughs> yes, we yeah. Dad usually does that because it's crashed or something, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right then, that was a really good one. Yeah. Well, it's so vast, isn't it? You yeah. can carry on for another two hours and we're still probably scratching the same. Right, okay, I'm going to try and remember how to switch this thing off now. Cool. Technology. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Thank you very much for listening, guys, and we shall be with you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. So that's another Siddiqui Ramblings wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd love to get involved, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So that email address again is thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. We're aiming to make this podcast a weekly episodic podcast, and that can only be done through uh, reviews. So if you guys could review us, five-star reviews on iTunes, that would be a massive, massive help to get the word out. So the more reviews, the better. Until next time, it's bye from Bassett Siddiqui. And it's bye from Sid Siddiqui. And it's bye from Umar Siddiqui. See ya.